Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Making America Strong Again. The only program dedicated to inspire you and to inspire a nation. With stories of American exceptionalism and national restoration. Join fellow patriots as we rediscover our past, reignite our future, and celebrate America now. Welcome to Making America Strong Again. This is Steve Olds. It's my privilege to be with you from our studios in South Florida. It's an exciting time for many of us around the country, and I want to thank those that have been listening to our podcast on iTunes and also downloading it through Blog Talk Radio and our PatriotPodcast.com site. We thank you for listening and sharing it with those that you really believe would benefit from participating in this process of making America strong again. It's important that people really get their arms around the idea that your success is vital. Your success is vital to making America strong again. It's important that we all look in the mirror. As Joe Balska said last week, we look in the mirror and really focus on growing our skills, growing our strengths, getting stronger personally. And when we get stronger personally, we get stronger professionally. When we get stronger professionally, we have much more influence in our community. And collectively, if we step up to the plate, we'll have much more influence as a nation. We'll have much more growth will have much more opportunity toward making America strong again. And that's what we're all about because we need it. We need it desperately. We're going to talk today about an area that for a lot of people is something that they don't particularly like to talk about. It's an area that is for some an exciting pursuit for others pain. And that's around money. It's the idea that personally I need to be paying attention to my financial scenario And if I'm interested in moving to an entrepreneurial world, I have to get my arms around that financial concern. I have to get my arms around money. I have to know what the numbers are. I have to know how it works. I also have to know how other people look at money from a business standpoint so that they can help me be more effective. And today, to help us walk through that process is a good friend of mine, a gentleman that is, in full disclosure, uh, part of our organization at Patriot Mission Services, our chief financial officer, and as our general counsel, Steve Young. Welcome to the program. Thank you, Steve. Uh, very happy to be here. So, Steve, before you moved into the uh, illustrious position with us to try and figure out how it is that we completely rebuild America through the power of small business, you actually had a, had a few other careers along the way. Tell us a little bit about where you came from and, and what your background is. Well, and as uh, as you know, I've got a checkered past uh, that includes uh, some time driving submarines around the ocean, and then some time in a corporate uh, uh, law firm, uh, Fortune 20 multinational that incidentally made jet engines as well as air conditioners, and a lot of time internationally, living overseas for about uh, 10 years. Um, plus, I've been involved in a number of business incubators. I've worked to develop uh, new ventures inside big organizations. I've also got uh, skin in the game and bruises from 
um, spending time and money developing, <laughs> launching, and investing in startups and other ventures. So, so I've got some uh, both hair on it and hair lost on it as, <laughs> as a result of all that. Let's go easy on the hair lost thing. We can only take so much. Um, Steve, let me ask you this, because there are a lot of people that are often faced with their budget, and they say, well, you know what, I need to either reduce my expenses or increase my revenue, the idea of increasing revenue by perhaps starting a part-time business or going to work and getting a second or third job. When you when you think about just from a from a baseline money perspective with the experience that you have, how do you begin to help people think through the idea of whether they should be pursuing perhaps additional businesses or whether they should work for somebody? What how do you make that connection between I think in, a, in broad strokes, in broad strokes, people need to think about this in three buckets. Uh, bucket one is they need to assess and evaluate themselves, and that items include what are their personal goals, uh, what do they want to achieve, uh, how much uh, how much time do they have during the day, how do they want to balance what they're doing during the day to uh, uh, with respect to the business and also their personal life. So that's bucket one. What's your personal objective? In many respects, this follows from Joe Balskis's uh, great great uh, perspective last week on knowing yourself to leading yourself. And Joe spoke of a Fox Five where you had to say to take a look at uh, you know, your family, your fitness, your financials, your faith, and, and really where you wanted to go with your life. And I thought those were great introductions to thinking about starting a new business. So step one, understand yourself and where you're going to go. Step two, really be able to evaluate your business concept. Most people think they have a great idea, but the question is, will that great idea sell in the marketplace at a price at which people can make a profit based on the cost to produce that product or service? So there's a lot involved in this second piece, which is you know planning and preparing and evaluating a business concept and developing a plan to put that concept in place. And then the third bucket is, okay, once you have evaluated yourself and you've got a concept you that you think will work and you've laid it out on paper in a detailed way, can you execute and deliver? And can you interest investors who will help you support it to help you in that in, in the delivery and that execution process? So bucket number three is you need to not only think like an individual, you need to not only think like an entrepreneur, but you need to think like an investor and turn back and look at yourself and look at your business from the outside in to say, will somebody else invest in me to help me launch this concept in the market? You know, Steve, you bring up a couple of points I'd like to expand on. One of them, when you refer to, to uh, Joe's Fox 5s, one of the things he talked about in there was fun. And I know from a business standpoint, the idea, we all know it's going to be a lot of work, whether you're going to take another job, whether you're going to add a second or third job to currently what you do or pursue in the business environment. So finding a place where you can enjoy yourself and have a good time, this this whole business thing doesn't have to be misery, does it? Well, well, no, although you'll notice that uh, when I thought about the Fox 5 and I talked about them, I, I forgot to mention fun, <laughs> because, because business is a lot of work. But yes, I have to tell you, I, you know, you've heard me say before that uh, one of the reasons why I left the corporate world was I wanted to work on projects that I thought really made a difference in the world. I wanted to work with people that I trusted and enjoyed being with. That's the fun part. And then number three, I wanted to be able to make money. 
So all those things need to come into play. And no, actually, in many respects, I was on a, had a vacation uh, recently, as you know, and I was talking to one of the employees at the hotel where I w- was staying, and I said, so what's it like to work here? He said, we don't think of it as work. We think of it as fun. Now, of course, this guy was in the entertainment business, but absolutely, many people try to make make uh, vocations out of their avocations, and that means they're converting what they do as fun to what they can do for profit. And ideally, when you think about your life, and Joe hit upon this too, you want to have a balance in those elements, the balance between uh, successful work and successful family and having an opportunity to have fun. So, in fact, this is why a lot of us are associated with Patriot Mission, because we like and trust the guys that we're with, and working through problems for us actually is fun. And hopefully that, at some point, produces financial profit. <laughs> That's always a good thing. But, but you know, it, it's funny because we look at... We look at this big idea, the idea of making America strong again, the idea of rebuilding America through the power of small business. Those those are passionate dreams that, that we have a common interest in pursuing, but we, we've also come to the point where we recognize that only is going to be effective if we tap into our experience and our expertise and we effectively help connect our passions into the marketplace in a way that's productive, as as we're going to dig into later in the show. Let me ask you this question, though, because there are a number of people I know that I've met through the years, especially many that listen to our radio program and that that are part of our, our network. They're concerned because they don't know whether they really are going to be best served being a business owner. But a lot of this you could also learn about business from an employee standpoint or perhaps even from an intern's perspective, couldn't you? No, no question. Uh, and in fact, this kind of rolls back to, uh, to Michael Gerber's uh, point. Most, a lot of people have read uh, Michael Gerber's book called uh, uh, The E-Myth, in, in which Michael Gerber sort of cautions those of us who have been, been uh, possessed by this entrepreneurial Caesar <laughs> that, we ought to, that we ought to take a look and know ourselves better. So it clearly, it clearly is that. You can, I mean, you can really take a look at yourself and decide where you think you can go with this. And uh, you can have the opportunity to sort of bring in something new in the world and work it through. So I, I think you're absolutely right. I also think that the way you've characterized this for those of us involved in Patriot Mission as first growing your personal capital, and then that will lead to the expansion of your professional capital, and then collectively that allow us to really make a difference. You tie all those passionate people together uh, who are building and learning new things every day, and there's no limit to what they can achieve. Well, you make a good point, and it's it, it's the tying together the personal and the professional, and money is a pivot point there. And when you talk about evaluating an idea, that's something that is crucial, and it's your your second point where we're we're going to look at a, something perhaps that starts as an idea and develops into a business concept. How do we how do we go through that process, Steve? Especially for somebody that that may have something floating in their head, they don't even know if it's really a, could be a business or not. Where do you start that? Well, as you know, as you know, Steve, from our our perspective as uh, military guys, and you know, whether whether it's sub drivers or pilots or whatever else, we end up we end up 
developing checklists, and we kind of live by checklists. And I'm sort of that way, too. I like, I like lists. One of the things that uh, my brother Fred, my smarter, younger Marine brother Fred, who's a, <laughs> a bit more of a bulldog than I, than I am, but he insists that we try to crisply define what that process is. And so we, in our practice through MBG, have developed some checklists for this. But, but the things that you would expect on, on our checklist are you get to evaluate yourself, and your concept. You've got to help find partners and seek good advisors. You've got to start thinking like customers. And then importantly, understanding investor motivations, whether it's a bank that invests in you or, or a private equity fund or an angel group. You need to understand what their motivations are and always be thinking about what's in it for not you, but what's in it for them. And how do you explain uh, why, why helping you in some way, buying your product, buying your service, investing in your business make a lot of sense. And then there's a whole series of things around planning and developing that plan, not the least of which includes assembling appropriate due diligence. People will, will, not, will not want to just believe your claims outright. They'll want you to be able to support those claims with data. And, you know, we developed a way to do that. It's one of the most important things that I think people sometimes overlook is preparing the due diligence package around what your plan is. And at the end of the day, it's all about executing. And you need to show people that you can do it, present yourself, execute, and then execute on the program that you've planned and gotten people to invest in. Steve, you, you trigger a lot of ideas. And I want to remind our listeners that if you'd like to submit a question, we're going to host another program with Steve later uh, that you'll be able to participate in called Ask the Expert Interview. And if you have a question that you would like to have Steve answer, if you go to asktheexpertinterview.com, you can submit a question. You can do it anonymously so we can get the ideas in, we can add them to the program, and we can work through the things that are on your mind. So asktheexpertinterview.com would be a great place to go. Steve, I want to I tap into one idea, and that is that you talked briefly about investors, and we'll get into that in more detail both the, in the latter part of this call and program as well as our Ask the Expert interview. But a lot of people don't look at themselves as investors. And when I go to my bank or I go to my savings or I go to the credit card and say, I'm going to pull some cash out to invest in my idea, I should be looking at this as an investor, shouldn't I? Absolutely. I mean, you ought to be looking at everything you do with respect to not just your business, your business time, but your personal time. What, 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 what uh, assets am I going to have to invest to achieve the result that I want? <laughs> you can go back to the Fox 5. If I want to get better fitness, how much time do I need to invest and how many more weights do I need to push to be able to, to, be able to get there? So absolutely from a financial sense. And, and, and Steve, you've hit upon the first thing that most, most entrepreneurs go to. They go to financing their operation with either personal assets or a loan from a bank or contributions by what those of us in the business tend to refer to as friends, family, and fools. And they are essentially <laughs> the angels who will back you, uh, whether or not you've got a great idea, but they like you, they like the idea. They may not see the details of the plan, but they'll back you anyway. But you ought to be evaluated everything you do in terms of an investment of time and money. And I have to tell you, time is actually, and Joe mentioned this too, 
to his grandfather's comment about time is like a vapor. It really is. And so you need to be able to think about how much time you're going to spend to get that done. Some things, can, some things aren't worth doing, some things you need to do. But look at those investments of time and money and effort uh, to sort of make those things happen. Well, we're going to take a break here in just a minute, but I, I want to validate one of the points that you made about the the importance of really understanding and, and being objective with your own phenomenal idea. You can fall in love with your idea. You can believe it's the best thing in the world, and, and you may be right. I made the mistake when I was a young guy. I was still I had a job in the Air Force, and, and I had an idea that I was going to pursue but I didn't have the mentorship, and, and quite frankly, I wasn't really in the mood you know, to listen to anybody because I already knew my idea was worth a gazillion dollars. So I just, you know, I just went off uh, full speed ahead, and I, you know, I spent money. I ran up credit cards. I did things, and really, I was completely clueless. So when we get back from the break, I want to drill down and talk about mentorship. I want to talk about how we, how we begin to execute and deliver the ideas in a way that an investor can look at it so that we can pursue companies. And again, if you have a question for Steve, go to asktheexpertinterview.com so you can submit your question. We'll be able to follow up on that with you. We will be right back and we'll drill down a little bit further. Making America Strong Again is brought to you by Patriot Mission. To learn more about national restoration, get free resources at www.makingamericastrongagain.com. This is Steve Schwartz with pdgo.com. We've been in business for over 15 years and have created over 1,000 websites for clients across the USA and across the world. We help our clients have a custom, affordable website, and we teach them personally how they can very easily update the information on their websites themselves anytime they want to without being a techie. Take a look at pdgo.com and see samples of our work and testimonials that clients have said about our service. pdgo.com. Again, pdgo.com. Hi, this is Kelly Fisher, a supporter of the Making America Strong Again mission and your local real estate professional here on the Treasure Coast. It has been my honor to serve our community here in Vero Beach since 2003, and with over 1,500 home sales over the past 21 years, it's my hope that you will consider the Kelly Fisher team at Treasure Coast Sotheby's International Realty for all your real estate needs. It's also our desire that every family has a home and every home has a family, and we have partnered with the Homeless Family Center of Vero Beach to work toward that goal. When you buy or sell a home with the Kelly Fisher team, we will make a substantial contribution toward alleviating homelessness in our hometown. To be a part of this great mission, please call us at 772-321-6905. Welcome back to Making America Strong Again, the program dedicated to inspire you and to inspire a nation with stories of American exceptionalism and national restoration. Once again, here's your host, Steve Olds. Well, thanks again for being with us today. We are drilling down into the concept of money and especially money as it relates to beginning to look at business ventures, how it impacts our life, and, and how we begin to make a shift toward profitable ventures. And, and with us again is Steve Young. Steve, thanks again for being with us today. Happy to be here. Glad, glad to be part of it. So, Steve, you spent a lot of time not only in the in the small business world as an attorney dealing with startups being an investor you also spent time leading 
large publicly traded organizations where you had to know the numbers. The numbers drove much of what you did in the reporting. And you've you've taken that wisdom in your experience and applied it into a process that anybody, whether it's a brand new startup or somebody that's growing a significant company already can apply. Is that would that be accurate? Absolutely, Steve. And and the numbers are more than just uh, the financials. Uh, they're they're the metrics by which you measure the performance of the business. And 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 they include uh, not not just your your balance sheet and your income statement and your cash flow statements, most of which can be prepared and are and they're not that arcane. You can figure them out. They also include what kind, how many prospects you've talked to, how many how many of those prospects get converted to. Uh, to, to real sales, what kind of metrics you have based on those sales, how much time you put into making those things happen. So you need to figure out every business has a set of metrics that they need to, they need to pursue. And, and oftentimes they'll, they're um, set up into a dashboard. And increasingly there are more and more computer programs uh, small businesses can use to sort of do that. But you need to figure out how you can adapt those systems to sort of develop the metrics that help you measure where you're being effective and where you're not. So it would seem that one of the challenges that somebody with a new idea has, that while they're fired up about developing their widget or creating their professional widget delivery service, it's easy to get distracted and figure, I'll catch up later on the metrics because my idea is phenomenal anyway. People are going to love it. I'm going to make a bunch of cash. I'm going to be able to travel the world and get my own Gulfstream 650 sometime in the near future. So when that when that takes over your brain, you have the challenge of not necessarily paying attention and getting clear on these numbers and metrics up front. Has that uh, been your experience? Sure, sure. And this is, well, and this is what the investors help you do. Investors help you bring the focus around because they're always doing one of two, two things. First, they're always thinking about what's in it for me. If I put this money into your business, um, what's the likelihood that I'll get a return out of it? That is, what's the risk of me getting any return at all? And then it's, what's the, how do I quantify that return? And they're looking for things like return on investment. They're looking for things like payback period. They're looking for things like internal rate of return. So investors all have metrics that they're going to be looking for, and they will push you for, okay, uh, what's the likelihood of me being repaid? How much cash are you spending? How many sales are you getting? What's your, what's your, what's your lead to prospect to the sales conversion ratio? So investors are a good thing in that they help you focus and refocus on the things you need to do to deliver the results of your business. I imagine, too, investors come with a, let's just say, an edge to them. In other words, they may not be lovey-dovey and uh, just jumping up and down about your product and puts them in a position where they're not the same as friends, families, and fools necessarily. They're going to ask tough questions, which mean as, as the potential startup entrepreneur or transitioning corporate person to a, to a side business, you've got to have some thick skin and be ready to be able to take a debrief comment from an investor in the spirit of which it's delivered. It's not, not just a blow up your idea or break it down they would like to see it succeed but they're not going to add the the uh the fluff and and love joy and happiness that you want to put on it has that been your experience absolutely you used a couple of terms earlier i mean and 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 let's let's accentuate them in terms of um of being able to have a thick skin 
This is where the self-analysis comes in, and it works at every level. First, whether you're assessing yourself, can you be a good entrepreneur, then you assess your concept, what kind of role do you play as an entrepreneur, can you be the visionary, the metrics guy, the manager, probably you can't be all three. Like Michael Gerber says, you've got to have um, people who are your partners who may have different sets of skills than you who can provide some of that. But in the, in the personal end, you mentioned mentoring. This, is, this, even in the execution stage, is where mentoring is important because it helps the person kind of get through problems and the way he can approach it. And you have somebody who is a mentor helping you ask questions. Well, you, as you know, one of my mantras is to get through anything in life, you need to be able to ask better questions because there are things that you know and you know that you know them. There are things that you don't know and you know you need to go get the answers for them. But in many cases, there are things that you don't know that you don't know. It's the unknown, unknown problem. And you need to be able to be continually trying to ask better questions, which will seek you to better results. And that's where some of this mentoring comes out. And again, a lot of us have come from uh, different backgrounds, and businesses increasingly are using some of the military techniques of briefing before, that's all in preparation, and then debriefing after, so you learn from, the, from your failures. My brother has a great phrase. He says, we ought to be looking to sort of fail fast. So therefore, you've got to be looking for ways uh, to, to improve uh, rather than fail, but you want to make sure you're on the right track. And rather than spend a whole bunch of time down the wrong track, try to get on the right one by doing that sort of a debrief. And the combination of mentoring up front and preparation and debriefing on the back end is absolutely critical and important. Well, Steve, this has been a fascinating discussion. I appreciate you being here. And again, if you have a question that you would like to submit to Steve, go to asktheexpertinterview.com. AskTheExpertInterview.com. We'll get to your question and look forward to talking with each of you as we continue to find the mentoring and the debrief skills so that we can be successful. Thanks again. Making America Strong Again is brought to you by Patriot Mission. To learn more about national restoration, get free resources at www.MakingAmericaStrongAgain.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.